If you find yourself attracting the same type of people into your life, those that use you, take advantage of you, take credit for your work, lie to you, cheat on you, or treat you in a manner that you do not appreciate, this episode is for you. Today, I will go into the energy or the frequency of your thought, why things like this continue to happen to you, and what you can do about it. See you inside the episode. Welcome to the Happy Executive Woman's Podcast, where women just like you learn how to navigate your work, home, and love lives with confidence and calm, all while being in command of your emotions. Here's your host, Coach Anita Charlo. Do you feel like you're always running? Like you can't find time for the simplest things like self-care, grooming, or even quality time with your partner? Of course you do. As an executive woman with purpose and on a mission, you might feel like this all of the time. Your schedule is packed, and let's face it, you have no energy for the things that matter most to you or your partner because you are putting energy into all of your other responsibilities. I know you do this because I am guilty of doing it as well. Several years ago, when I realized that I didn't have enough time for self-care or a relationship, I decided to determine where all of my energy was going. I created an energy wheel and followed a process that allowed me to see exactly where I was spending my energy. Once I knew where the energy was going, I gave myself permission to determine what really needed my attention, what I could cut back on, and what I could get rid of, if not forever, at least for the time being. And that is what I want to give you, the gift of clarity with the side of permission. Head on over to the show notes page where you will find the link to my free relationship energy wheel course and worksheet and stop feeling like you're all over the place. Reclaim your time and your energy today. Hey there, beautiful. As my team and I prepared for our next challenge, a recurring theme popped up in my space. I would hear it in conversations, in grocery stores. It popped up in commercials, in my YouTube feeds, you name it. It was everywhere. I took that as a sign of what I should cover in this week's episode. So here we are. There was a time in my life when it seemed as though everything and everyone was out to get me. The person I was dating continuously lied to my face. A woman at work took credit for a project that I completed and then kept her cool while I frantically tried to get my boss to understand that it was my work. It seemed like this was an episode of Everyone Hates Anita. We know that wasn't true, but that's what it felt like. I couldn't catch a break. Whatever could go wrong did go wrong, and I couldn't figure it out but I was quick to point a finger at everyone else but myself. During this time, I was also completing my bachelor's in metaphysics. The coursework was highly challenging as it required me to peel back the layers of my own life, look at my behaviors, and do introspective work to figure out what role I played in the life I was currently living. Once I grew tired of hearing myself complain, and I did the work to identify the source, I realized that the more I gave into the negativity, the more negativity I attracted. Instead of pointing fingers at others, 
I decided to dig into how I ended up in that negative place in the first place and what I needed to change to get myself out of it. How often have you found yourself spiraling down the negative path, questioning why your life may appear to be falling apart and why others around you are a willing participant in your demise? When this happens, do you blame others? Pointing a finger, repeatedly asking, why didn't they just do this or that? Or getting angry because they didn't respond to a situation in a way that you think you would have. Don't get me wrong. Unless you've been in therapy or are naturally prone to radical introspection, this is typically your first reaction, and that's okay. Now it's time to look at things a little differently. Have you heard the saying, like attracts like, or energy goes where attention flows? What about when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change? Here's another favorite. As above, so below. As within, so without. Have you heard this before? If not, I bet you're wondering what these things have to do with turning around a negative streak in your life. Stay with me. Scientifically speaking, thoughts emanate a frequency. Negative thoughts send out negative energetic frequencies and by doing so, attract the same type of frequency in return. I know it sounds a little woo-woo, right? (laughs) So let me tell you what this looks like in practice. Let's say you're in a bad mood and you walk up to the counter in the grocery store. Maybe you have a lot on your mind. Perhaps you're running late. Maybe you just had an argument with your significant other and you're in a bad mood. Maybe you just learned that a report you had two weeks to complete is now due in two days. Well, it's safe to say that most would often carry that energy with them and interact with this clerk at the store from that frequency. From your first interaction with the clerk, it is clear that you are in a bad mood. Depending on the emotional state of the clerk and their ability to ignore energy that doesn't resonate with them, meaning where they are at the moment, they may very well respond to you in kind. Now, continuing with this example, let's say the next person behind you in line steps up to the counter. After seeing the interaction between you and the clerk, they make it a point to crack a joke and let the clerk know that they're doing a great job, which can then completely shift the clerk's energy back to a positive frequency. In other words, if you are carrying negative energy with you and you project that energy out to others by words, deeds, or body language, you will attract the same back to you. If it works this way, why not carry positivity with you? Project that onto the world or into the world and attract positivity back to you. Yes, I understand. It's easier said than done, but it can be done with practice. Trust me, I'm still working on this, right? I've been at this for some time, but I'm still working on it. So don't get upset and don't think that I'm asking you to change this tomorrow. Just think about what I'm saying. And if it resonates with you, then you can try just a little bit each day. Now let's take a look at one of my favorite quotes by Wayne Dyer. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm smiling because I love that quote. So I'm wondering if you can hear the smile in my voice. Well, how can you apply this to an everyday situation? All right, let's say you're having a hard time getting over the anger 
hurt and disappointment you have from being betrayed by a friend, a coworker, or a loved one. The more you continue to hold on to it, the more it will taint how you view every encounter after that. You will have a hard time trusting again and will likely spend your time focusing on avoiding that pain versus identifying ways to look at the experience differently. How can you begin to look at this situation differently? Well, there is a simple way to do this, meaning there is a concise and straightforward set of instructions that I'm going to give you, but it's not an easy thing to do. To shift the energy in this type of situation, you need to look at what happened, the negative feeling thing and the lessons that you learned. What did that betrayal teach you? How did it change how you responded the next time you were presented with that situation? If you change the way you looked at that situation from being a negative thing that happened to you, but instead a lesson that you learned, the energy shifts and the frequency of your memory changes. It doesn't mean that you forget that it ever happened, but you take your power back by shifting the way you look at it. You change it from a disempowering experience to a more empowering one. Now, where did I learn about this? So there was, when I first started on my um, quest to learn more, to understand more about metaphysics, one of the first books that I read was called The Celestine Prophecy. And in this book, um, and it's been years, I'm talking like over 20 years since I've read this book, but in this book, it talked about the soul making agreements, soul agreements before coming back down to earth. So for those of you that um, are really, are, if you're into reincarnation, then this sounds like reincarnation. If you're not into reincarnation, then think about it when you say, or you tell someone, Ooh, he or she has an old soul. Okay. Oh, they've been here before. Well, you can say you don't believe in reincarnation, but if you're, if you're making these statements, that is, and I'm using air quotes, or that is what the definition of reincarnation is. Anyway. Imagine a boardroom and imagine 10 people sitting at the table. Each one of these people, it's like you're all going to come back down to earth and you all have lessons that you didn't learn the last time you were here. And each one of these individuals makes a pact with you to be a person in your life that is going to cause pain in a certain area in order to give you an opportunity to grow through that, right? So when I embarked upon my metaphysical journey, it was after I had walked away from an abusive marriage and I was trying to understand myself. I was trying to understand how I could have gotten into this situation. And then I was also looking for ways for me to heal so that I could move on with my life and I could, again, at some point, open myself up to love again, right? As I sat and I read that book, it took me a minute, but I sat there and I put 10 people at that table. Now, in order for me to do that, it took me going back through those things that were very painful for me in my life. Those people that, you know, had betrayed me, those people who had lied, who had cheated, who had to get banished, whatever it was. And I put a body in every chair at that boardroom table, that 10-person table, well, nine bodies because I'm, I'm in the room, right? 
with each person, I went through and I wrote down what the lesson was, what the problem was, what the the experience was, and what I learned from it. I then wrote down um, the lessons. You know, what did I learn from this? How did that change me? Right. And when I finished going through that and doing the work, the emotional healing and the releasing and the forgiving, I looked at those situations like they were lessons, like these were individual Buddhas that had agreed to come back with me in this lifetime to help me learn this lesson. So this is part one of the ways in which I was able to release that immediate anger, frustration, and pain from the abusive marriage that I was in. It didn't heal me. I wasn't completely over it, but it helped to release some of that tension so that I could move forward. And I just continued to do the work. And so what I'm offering you here is an opportunity to do the work, is a different way of looking at things, is a different way of seeing things, is you know a way to pull yourself out of the negativity and thinking and, and the frequency of negativity and putting yourself in the frequency of a more empowering space, which is I experienced this. Yes, you can't, you're not going to forget it. But if you look at it as a lesson and you take the lesson from it and you learn from it and you apply those lessons going forward, hopefully it will help you and help move you out of that frequency so you won't continue to attract additional negative experiences in your life. Okay. And as you know, what I understand and to be fair, every situation is different. And what I'm sharing with you today may not work in your particular case, but these are general ideas to consider. My goal in this episode is to get you to view things differently, to learn how to turn around a negative streak by elevating your frequency, thereby changing the frequency of the things you attract into your life. What do you have to lose? Everything I share with you here is free of charge. And it won't cost you anything but your time, a concerted effort, and a willingness to see things differently. And if you need more tailored coaching where we can identify ways to help you change the way you look at your particular situation, feel free to reach out to me via the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I am so grateful to have you here, and I will see you in the next episode. Until next time. As an executive woman, giving ourselves permission to ask for what we want is so important. And since I like to practice what I preach, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you could head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening from and leave a review and a rating, I would really appreciate it. It helps so much. And if you know of another amazing woman that could benefit from these topics, please be sure to forward this podcast to her.